Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Jess isn't here to do the meow, so I'm going to do it meow. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, it's Riley here. And Zane. Zane's here as an egg again. And we've got Zane back in the room. Well, well he, I'm always in the room. He's always in the room. He's just <laughs> mic'd up this time. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. Lucky listeners. You picked the right episode. Um, so Jess is away. She's not joining us tonight, unfortunately. Halloween um, hangover, probably. Yeah, jeez. Mm. Not too much about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, Zane and I are going to be taking you on this journey today. Uh, we're going to be talking about some cat things because that's what this podcast is about and that's all it's about, just cats. Just cats. Cats and cats and other kind of ca- kinds of cats. Well, like, what else do you listen to podcasts about? Oh, I mean, a lot of things, but this one's about cats. <laughs> this one's about cats. And so, today, we're going to be talking about, I'm going to be talking about a breed of cats, um, the British Shorthair, very popular breed. Very, very cute. And the squishy faces. Yeah, they've got such like chubby, like <laughs> squishy faces. They're the best. Um, and I'll be talking about a little story that's come out of a zoo um, about a, a big boy who's getting some medical work done. Hooray. But it's all good. And Zane, what have you got for us? I'm going to be talking about how small towns in Asia are turning to cats to fix their tourism problems. <laughs> Because who else is going to do it? I mean, it's a pretty solid plan. (laughs) (laughs) It'll get traction online at least. Quite right. And then I have have an Instagram cat because that's what I'm doing. Yeah, because Jess does that normally. (laughs) So we need to fill those those shoes. Um, And I've got our best friend's felines kitten this week uh, because every week we shout out one of those guys because they do phenomenal work. And all of their kittens are in and they're goddamn adorable. So They sure are. Somebody help them. Or everybody help them. Everybody help them. Give them money yeah. and food and litter. Yes. And toys. And toys. And pats. Pats. Yeah, give them pats. Give them lots of pats. Because it is kitten season now and so they need everything that they can get. Yes. Yes, they do. Okay, so let's jump in. So to, to kick things off, I'm going to find that article that I just had that's now run away. Well, it's gone now. Oh, well, over to you, Zane. Okay, well, <laughs> there is a new, I guess, phenomenon in small Asian towns turning to their stray cats to lure in tourists. So uh, there is a couple of examples here that I have found. Yeah. Uh, there is uh, the Cat Island, uh, the Japanese island of Aoshima, where felines outnumber humans six to one. Whoa. Six to one. Now, I'm, we have spoken about these sorts of places before, but there is a, a community in 
uh, the tiny island of Hujing off the coast of Taiwan is um, a very small town. It has six, a population of less than 200 people and only six children in their school. Oh, my God. And it is these children who have come up with the idea of using the stray cat population to lure in tourists (laughs) and turning their island into a cat island. That is so good. Uh, So they have hundreds of stray cats and uh, Huging Elementary School principal Lin Yang Ling uh, said that the students got the idea from the success of other cat towns and islands around Asia. Uh, So on some small islands in Japan, due to the abundance of felines, Foreigners have been lured in and the cats have become famous tourist attractions leading to young people also returning and helping the community. So that's kind of what they want to do. They want to get people, people grow up on the island as and as always they leave to go to the major metropolitan areas. Yep, yep. So they kind of want to bring young people back to the island because uh, Asia, well, greater Asia has a problem of aging populations. Yeah, uh, yeah. And particularly in rural areas. yeah. So the thousands of reviews and online comments around in cat islands and villages reveal that cat lovers are willing to travel <laughs> to see large groups of strays and are a thriving tourist demographic. I'd be there. I'd be there. Why for that. wouldn't you? Like yeah. this would be a great thing. That's selfies everywhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I have a quote from a, a traveler in Singapore about Taiwan's. Hutong Cat Village, yep. a place totally for cat lovers. As me and my partner travel there during the rainy season, there aren't a lot of cats roaming around, but you will see some there still, especially in the cat cafes, which, of course, uh, entrepreneurs open up where in, in the public areas. Yep, yep. Um, and even though uh, we were only in Hutong for a limited amount of time, get excited by all the cat stuff I saw there. So these communities have taken on this identity of cats. There are cat statues, people selling cat cookies, cat-themed merchandise, cat shirts, and even food that you can feed the cats. Oh, my God. Uh, So it's really just kind of like a selfies paradise. Yeah. So in Hujing, the concept has revolved around making cat-themed items to sell to the tourists uh, while inviting artists to the islands to make cat-themed public art. So they're kind of taking it to the next level, getting artists to come in yeah. and going, hey, we would like you, we would like to pay you to make cat-themed art so that tourists will come here to our cat-themed island and give us money and their children. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> So yeah, so this is now uh, a thing that is yeah. that is happening. There is uh, dozens of these cat islands and cat villages that are popping up, and it seems to be a trend now. I don't know whether this is like a healthy thing, but having a look at the cats that are on the island, they yeah. don't look unhealthy. They don't look thin. They don't look like they're struggling. So I think this is a great thing. Getting kind of communities uh, interacting with, with their with their stray cats. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, getting any kind of animal, like giving them help, like what the best friends feel and stuff we're doing, that what we're talking about at the start. Like helping out anybody in need is is good. And if they can capitalize on that and then it then helps the economy and helps the population yeah. in general, that's an awesome thing. And, and if the internet has told us 
anything. <laughs> Cat pictures sell. Yes. <laughs> so you don't even need to do anything else. Everyone go to Hu Jing off the coast of Taiwan. Yep. We're going to be planning a, a podcast excursion. <laughs> uh, we're going to need an enormous budget for all the places we're going. Look, because I think this is number six. Or it's seven. a great place for misanthropists because even if you and because if you don't like people, there's only two hundred people and yeah. hundreds and hundreds of cats. So what and, was it six to one? So there's like twelve hundred cats there. <laughs> well, that that was that was the Japanese kind of cat island oh, okay. that started it all, where yeah, they yeah. where they outnumbered them six to one. Yeah, uh, they don't actually enumerate how many cat; they just say hundreds. Yeah, so at least one to one. I mean, those are good odds. <laughs> I'd take that. Okay, so that's the cat island, and I've finally found my been digging up my article. Um, also, just double checking that we haven't done this one. Good. <laughs> And I think we're in the clear. So I'm going to talk about British short hairs. Who are the soft little squishy fellas we were talking about before? And um, we're going to chuck some pictures up on the Instagram because if you have not had the fortune to see a British short hair, um, you really need to check them out because like they're just the cutest little things. I'm almost certain that if you haven't seen a British short hair, or at least if you think you haven't seen a British short hair, you definitely have seen a British short hair. Yeah, absolutely. Like these are some of the most photogenic cats. Like they're all oh, on yeah. all the cat food boxes. Yeah. Or at least they were a while ago. Yeah. Like the um was it was it a short hair or a Russian blue that was always in the like the Perina ads? I think it was Russian Perina. blue. That was a yeah, Russian blue. Because yeah. they have kind of the tabby face. Yeah. The, that's uh, right, yeah. whereas uh, British the short British hair short have, the, have, the, have the pudgy cheeks. <laughs> They've got the the classic <laughs> British jowls. <laughs> They're so cute, though. Um, I Frank, my cat, oh, well, my brother's cat. Frank is part British shorthair, um, so I'm pretty well acquainted with this breed, and they're very, very lovely, lovely cats. Um, so we've got some statistics on them. Um, the average one weighs about 12 pounds, which is like like four to five kilos. Yeah, so five, six. They're, they're quite dense cats. like Hefty. As they go, yeah, they're hefty. Um and as such, they don't like to be picked up. Um, yeah, and ah, uh, I have news for you, British shorthairs. <laughs> I shall be picking you up regardless. <laughs> yeah, we do it to Frank all the time. He, <laughs> he's never happy about it. Um, so they're got um, as their name implies, short hair, um, short straight hair can occasionally get a little bit longer, um, but not not very often. They're typically. Um, got blue or uh, copper eyes. Sometimes they're gold and sometimes they have heterochromia. I think we've talked mm. about a British short hair with heterochromia before, which could be why I was making sure we didn't um, hadn't done this one before. But you, they are known for that like bright orange eye. Yeah, bright yeah. orange or bright blue. Like Frank's got very, very pretty blue eyes. Um, they have quite a thick coat. So particularly up here in Queensland, you need to brush them quite a lot. Um and they like after a little while, as most cats do, they kind of tend to enjoy that. Yes, they they yeah. love getting the attention of the brush every once in a while. Um, so they're medium si- medium to large sized, um, quite well muscled as well. Like um, they're as I said, they're heavy, they're dense, they're very strong. Um, yeah. Oh, they 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 they're selected to survive British uh, British uh, weather. Yeah. They got to be hefty and yeah. and warm. <laughs> um, so it's yeah, very thick, dense coat, longer and thicker during the winter. Obviously, as most cats are. Um, if you do, if your cat does let you 
pick it up. Um, <laughs> you got to make sure you support their legs. Like yeah. this is this yeah. is goes for any cat really, but British shorthairs in particular because they do have that tendency to not enjoy being picked up. Yes, they, yeah. If if you are going to pick them up, you got to make sure you support them. Um, they're really, really pleasant to have as a companion. Um, very easygoing, very placid, like not bothered by a lot of things. Um, I know there can be all kind of nonsense going on at home and Frank will just be like, I, I think I've actually got a picture which I might throw up on the Instagram of Frank <laughs> as well, of just him like slumped up against the wall, kind of just like splayed out. Just, <laughs> it's like, whatever. this doesn't bother me. Yeah. I am totally unfazed. <laughs> I do not care for your human problems. Yeah. Very British. <laughs> um, they're very, very loyal and very loving. Um, and yeah, like they, they love coming up and they'll normally pick the time, um, I think. Well, Frank certainly does. He comes and picks when he wants. Yeah. When he wants attention, he'll wander <laughs> over. You'll get your 10 minutes and, that, and that'll do him. And um, yeah, you just got to be got to be good with that. Um, so a bit of history on them. They've actually... Um, Originally coming from farms and streets of Britain, obviously, um, considered to be the first cat of the cat fancy. Um, what that means, I don't know because it doesn't actually go on. Well, the, the cat fancy that. is the official like breed that's recognition. The, yeah, in that, yeah, that's the UK. Yeah, right. That makes more sense. So they're like, this is this is a breed, and for a show cat, this is what we accept this breed to be, and you should. Look for the chubbiness of their cheeks and yeah. the brightness of their eyes. These are the conditions of like yeah. this is what makes the cat the good show cat. Right. I see. Um, so the father of the breed is a guy called Harrison Weir, um, who is thought as the first thought of as one of the first professional cat breeders. Um, he is known in cat fancy history as the father of the cat fancy. Um, not only was he the first professional breeder, but he also determined the rules for the first show, which was held in Britain in eighteen seventy one. There you go. It's been going on yeah. for a while. Um, if this were not enough, Harrison took the humble street cat of Britain and through an intensive breeding program, transformed it to the pedigree breed that he named the British. That's quite regal. <laughs> Just the British. <laughs> Just the British. <laughs> uh, he, uh, the British fell in love with their new uh, pedigree. So the British, the British people, not the cat, the British. Mm. The British people fell in love with their now pedigreed breed. Um, and when the Persian was introduced into Britain, it nudged out the Brit- it nudged out the short hair for the um, for the most popular breed, only for a little while though. Um, during World War Two, and in the First World War, the British short hair um, didn't uh, says it was decimated. Hoping it weren't actually decimated, but I'm hoping just popularity <laughs> kind of yeah, yeah. decreased. Um, but yeah, very much today they are like super super popular because as as you mentioned, Sam, they are so photogenic and so, yeah, yeah. Um, the, and because of their good personality as well, like they're very, very placid, good with kids, um, and they're quite sturdy as well. <laughs> so <laughs> if your kids are a little handsy, then they can be good for them, like that. Um, that's about all that we've got here on the well, British short hair. Can I Have say that uh, those of you who enjoy a good cat meme, harking back a few years now, and I might be showing my age. Might remember a website called I Can Has Cheeseburger. <laughs> Jesus, I haven't thought about that in mm. years. And the first meme, the I Can Has Cheeseburger question mm. mark, the star of that was a was a British shorthair. That's it. Yep. <laughs> first official cat breed. First also, official uh, cat like show. Uh, the Cheshire Cat was 
based on a British short hair. Oh, was he? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. Uh, so, well, at least the the fir- the first like famous illustration of him. Yeah. Was. Right. Okay. Interesting. Mm. I didn't know that. Okay. So that's the British short hair. Very good breed. Go pat one. Go um, pat one. Pat one right now. There'll be pictures. I'll Do put it. I'll put a picture of Frank at the very least. <laughs> um. All right, and that. So to uh, to round this all out, I've got a little article that I found a while ago about a um a a lion who was having some health issues. Aww. Yeah, the poor thing. Um, and so so the lion's name is Tomo. He's fourteen. 14-year-old African lion, um, and he is a resident from the Columbus Zoo, an aquarium uh, over in Ohio in the States. So he got a fungal infection in his gums. Um, oh, that's the worst place to get a fungal infection. Right? Yeah. Um, so he got, he got that, yeah, like in his mouth, in his gums, and so he had a CAT scan. He had to get a CAT scan. Okay, I see what's happening here. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's just it's a, a cat getting a CAT scan. There's a big cat getting a big CAT scan as well. Yeah, look, this is, uh, <laughs> I'm the wrong audience for your puns. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so we've got, uh, yeah, there's some pictures on here, which um, the article will be in the show notes. Um, so you can jump in there, jump onto this article and have a look at him. But yeah, he's... Um, so he's sedated, obviously, because they would have, uh, yeah, had some issues getting him into a CAT scan. I think into one of the machines. Um, so he had a he had a tooth removed. Um, the the way they found out about the problem is that he had a tooth removed, and the area didn't heal very well. Um, so we were, they were a bit concerned that there might be something more going on. So I had a look at it. Had the CAT scan, discovered this um, fungal infection, yeah, yeah. and uh, got him all sorted. It got um, him. Got him all sorted, yeah. Um, and there's <laughs> so there's a couple of good pictures in here. They've had to do quite a bit of like, um, like had to kind of Tetris him into the machine a little bit. <laughs> what the, do you mean that li- the, <laughs> the cat scan machines are not designed to fit a lion? Yeah, so like they're regular, you know, built to kind of do larger things because this is um, this particular cat scan machine. Um, <laughs> was m- noted was oh, was made for humans so to get a um they've got him listed at 500 pounds which is about 230 kilos wow so to get a yeah. 230 kilogram lion into this cat scan machine took a bit of positioning um and there's some yeah there's some pictures of him in the machine with his you know he's hooked up to his breathing and everything um and uh yeah got him got him in there got him sorted um and and yeah. he's fine now. He's doing. He's, he's doing well now. He's, he's in doing, perfect health, right? He's in perfect health. Perfect health. There we go. Stop making puns. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I can't. All right. I can't. So yeah, that's Tomo, the big fella, getting some work done. See, it happens to the best of us. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Well, I have a cat, an Instagram cat. Yes. And. I decided to go for one of the most popular Instagram cats in the entire world, Nala Cat. Nala Cat. Nala Cat, N-A-L-A, like the Lion King character. Good. So Nala, uh, and you can find her at Nala underscore cat, uh, has 3.7 million followers. (laughs) Holy crap, that's a lot. But she has the most... 
dilated pupils I've ever seen on any cat Whoa. ever. <laughs> just in every photo. Yeah, wow. She's like either about to pounce or just really interested in what is happening directly behind the camera. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> yep, 3.7 million followers. Yep. 3.7 million. So she's a Siamese tabby mix and she was rescued from a shelter at five months. Aww. Uh, so, yeah, so she was separated from her family at a young age and and we don't know where they are, uh, but her new owners ensured that she was brought up in a loving home and they set up Nala's Instagram initially to share her story with her friends and family back home. Yeah, uh, right. And they never really expected the fame to come yeah. with that. Uh, but now they use that those channels to uh, help raise awareness of uh, raising healthy animals. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, Good. So scrolling through, like, it is just, uh, it is crazy. She is, like, yeah, wow. It, eternally curious. She is the most curious cat I've ever seen. Yeah. And there is one where she's sitting amongst a pile of toys that look like they're toys of her. <laughs> uh, oh, there so, it is. <laughs> <laughs> let me just click on that one. But Halo Pets genuinely, truly cares about all animals. Okay, so it's an ad, but good. I love that photo. (laughs) That is so, so cute. Oh, my God. And she also likes sticking her tongue out, apparently. Uh, What a cutie pie. There are a lot of photos of her just sticking her tongue out at the camera, which, you know. Go for it. Fifi, why don't you do that? (laughs) You're not even talking to us tonight, Fifi. (laughs) No, she's tired. Yeah. She's had enough. Yeah. I'm just going to sleep on the couch. Jess isn't here, so she's not interested. That's true. Yeah. Her favorite's not here. <laughs> I get it, Fifi. I get it. All right. Who are we talking about from our best friends felines this week? All right. So our best friends felines we've got this week uh, is a little fella called Colby. Oh, Colby. He's so cute. He's a domestic short hair. Um, he was born on the 20th of October. No, that's August. The 8th is August. Um, <laughs> don't mind me. Well done. Thank you. Um, so 20th of August, uh, he's a domestic short hair, little boy. Um, his snuggle scope, as they've got on here, he is a fan of Pats. So Who is that? I mean, yeah. Like I mean, really. I'm not. But Fifi is. <laughs> yeah, Fifi. <laughs> Fifi loves a good Pat. Um, but yeah, you know, so that's, if you needed any other reason to adopt him, then there it is. He likes Pats. Um, they the foster home that he's with apparently has a ten year old and he's very good with them. Um, so doesn't mind kids. Um, probably good with proper introduction with other cats. Um, not been tested with dogs could possibly work. Yeah, not sure. They haven't really. Uh, yeah, they haven't had a go at that. And they've got a little uh, little run through here. Colby is the cutest little tabby boy. Uh, he has two speeds. They are stop and go. <laughs> Uh, is zoomies all the time. Um, he loves to run around chasing. He chases his siblings and playing with his toys. And he's just a little ball of energy, uh, apparently. And he's just the cutest little fella. Um, so that is Colby. You can find him on Best Friends Felines website. Uh, in their kitten section, Colby's there. There is so many other kittens because, as Zane mentioned, it is kitten season. Kitten season. So <laughs> there's no shortage, unfortunately. Um, so go adopt them. Yes. And help them and desex your cats. Yeah. If you if you can do nothing you know, else. If you've already got a cat, but they've just had kittens, Best Friends Felines actually has a program for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um 
that is called oh my the last litter program there it is the last litter um, program so yeah if you've had a litter um you can uh drop them into best friends felines they will actually take care of the litter get them fostered get them brought up um if you're not able to do all the vet work get everything like that sorted out and they will also desex your cat absolutely they they really care yeah just this last week nikki uh from best friends felines she is She's actually the head of Best Friends Felines and, and she is who uh, I adopted Fifi off of. Yeah. And so she came over to, to just to have a visit. Oh, really? Have a visit with Fifi because she missed her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's so cute. Uh, yeah. And, and and Fifi remembered her and was in, <gasps> intensely curious. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Best Friends Felines is a really great cause. So especially this time of year, they can really use your support, even if it's just sending them some food or some litter, like I yeah. said before. Kitten season, it's a tough time for everyone. So, yeah, if you could help them out, they would greatly appreciate that. Yeah. All right. All I right. think that about. That's it. That does us. Okay. More lions. We should talk about lions more often. Yeah. That's my Look, note. I'm That's on my board. note for you. All right. Next <laughs> week we start the lion podcast. <laughs> it's um, just the cat podcast. Just, just bigger. The, just big cats. Yeah. <laughs> just big cat podcast. Okay. Uh, well, thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Um, as Instagram as the cat podcast, the, cat, the meow podcast, the meow podcast. That's right. Yeah. Jess deals with social media. I don't know the spiel. Um, <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook. Everybody wants to be a cat. Please send us some pictures or tag us in some pictures of your cats. I agree. If you're an avid cat poster, because I, for one, will always enjoy a cat picture. <laughs> like who doesn't? That's yeah. what the internet was made for. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's that's what it's there for. <laughs> Let's use it. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We are on iTunes and Spotify now. We're on Spotify, We're which on is Spotify. very exciting. Um, and Google Play and Stitcher and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Uh, so f- give us a follow, leave a rate and review, please, because we would love to have your feedback if you want us to talk about certain things or if you want us to yeah, bring something up. Yeah, send in your own cat news, yeah. cat stories. Yeah, if you've got something, like tell us your cat stories. If your cat's done something funny or if you've got like a really heartwarming story, Send it in. We'd love to hear about it. I agree. Yeah. I second all of that. Yes. And on that note, I think we'll call it. Alrighty. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye. Bye. Meow. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.